merciful am I, God in three persons, blessed Trinity. So we're still looking at Psalm 119, verses 25 through 32. So let me encourage you to read that. And the situation of the soul that this psalm deals with are found in verse 25 and verse 28. My soul cleaves to the dust. My soul clings to the dust. And then 28, my soul weeps because of grief. So we, here we have the situation, the soul situation is one of deep discouragement and sorrow, sadness and sorrow. Yesterday I said depression, and by that I don't mean clinical depression, kind of depression that might have physiological or genetic causes, but this is spiritual depression, discouragement. When you're downcast, my soul cleaves to the dust. And then my soul weeps because of grief. And this psalm, what I want you to notice this morning, is that this psalm gives us seven prayers to pray when we're in those situations. So our first situation is deep spiritual depression, discouragement. And notice the three things that he prays for. Revive me. Teach me. Make me understand your ways. And here we see the solution that during days of darkness, during days of spiritual depression, what we need is divine truth. Divine truth revealed. Divine truth grasped. Divine truth held on to in our mind. Meditate where we meditate on it. Now the first revive me according to your word. He's asking for resurrection. 
bring me back to life. And then teach me your statutes. Once I become alive, I need to be taught. And then he says, make me understand the ways of your precepts. Make me understand the way that your word is to be applied to my life. Teach me. Help me understand. Help me meditate. And here we see we learn the essential part that the mind plays in dealing with discouragement. The first three prayers have to do with your mind, asking it to come alive and then to be taught and instructed. So think about that for a moment. There are times when the times of discouragement are healed through learning. I love that first prayer, revive me according to your word. And then he moves into the second stage of the soul, which is my soul weeps in verse 28 because of grief. This is sorrow. And notice there's a little something different that he asks. There's four prayers. Strengthen me. Remove the false way from me. Graciously grant me your law and do not put me to shame. Now he begins with strengthen me according to your word. Did you notice that in depression it's revive me, bring me back to life according to your word. And that and in the midst of sorrow, it strengthened me according to your word. Both according, according to his word. It's his word that brings life. It brings life to the dead, and then it brings strength to the weak. So bring me back to life, and then once I'm alive, strengthen me. Now that word for strengthen me literally means to lift up, lift me back up. See, this has knocked me down. Depression, discouragement, sadness, grief, it's knocked me down. And then I need the word to lift me back up again. And then the next prayer is remove the false way from me. Isn't it fascinating? He's not asking for a change in circumstances, but he's asking that the false way would be removed. Don't even let me walk down this false path. See, he knows himself well. He knows that it's in the midst of grief and sorrow and sadness. He'd be so tempted to go the false way. He says, just remove it from me. He wants to be a man of integrity, and he knows he's in danger. That's one of the greatest threats that sadness poses. It can lead us down the false way. It can lead us down the way of lies, the way of deception the way of hypocrisy, the way of corner-cutting, the way of abandonment. And so we ask, strengthen me and then remove the false way from me, but then graciously grant me your law so I'll know the right way to go. Oh, what a gift is the law. And then his final prayer in verse 31, O Lord, do not put me to shame. Don't let me be put to shame. That means... um, To be put to shame in the Bible means that on the last day, your hope will be proved to be vain. The opposite is that you'll be vindicated. It'll be proven that what you are trusting in was worthy of your trust, of your hope. So those are seven powerful prayers to pray in times of darkness. Notice the first three deal with your mind the focus on the mind, and then the second four, focus on the life. And then he moves into what he's going to do now that he's been picked back up. He says, I have chosen the faithful way. 
I have placed your ordinance before me. I cling to your testimonies. I will run in the way of your commandments. I'm going to go forward. I've been knocked down, but we have not been knocked out. You have raised me up. Now I will go forward, and you will enlarge my heart. It's such a beautiful picture of how you can move from the soul knocked down and cleaving to the dust to the heart enlarged. You've been arisen, and now you run the way of the commandments. So do you find yourself discouraged today? Do you find yourself in the midst of grief or sadness? Then let these seven prayers be your prayers and trust that soon you shall run in the way of the commandments and he will enlarge your heart. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him all creatures here below. Praise him above you. Hey.